Grog. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Cider Shed podcast. Uh, I'm Matthew Weir. I'm joined by Kerry Warbis. As you probably noticed, there's no Peter this week. Anyone who's listened to the podcast in the past, it'll be no surprise to find out Peter's gone camping. So he's... Do we know his exact location right now, Kerry? No, he wouldn't tell us. He did say at some point he's going to be visiting Sussex, mm. but I don't know if that's the camping trip. And he, I tried to pin him down and he would not tell yeah, me. Peter's like the Trident <laughs> submarine. He doesn't, his GPS, you only know four hours ago where he was, so you can never properly track <laughs> him. But I mean, I think he's deep in maybe Epping Forest right now with mud smeared across his face and muttering <laughs> incantations into the flames while cooking up a tree, I don't know grey squirrel and walnut roulade for the family or something but he's quite resourceful so I think it'd be fine as such I'm handling the recording and the edit this week so if you're hearing this on Sunday morning it means I was successful if not then something went wrong so I've been going through the technical side of it I think I'm I'm kind of okay with it one thing I'm a little bit unsure of is how to bleep out profanities so Kerry under no circumstances can you say okay Oh, shit. Yeah, sorry about that. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, that's where we are this week. I mean, Peter, with almost soothsayer-like vision, decided to make this the week he takes off, con- considering what actually happened in Ambridge this week. Oh. And we'll get to that soon enough. But one person mm. who was also a camping enthusiast off-air was Ryan Early, who came on the show last week. We should say a little bit about the feedback we got for his episode, shouldn't we, Kerry? Yeah, we've we've been inundated, haven't we, on Twitter and Facebook with compliments about him, basically. Nothing to do with us, but um, really warming to Lee. People, I think, are surprised that they are now having more empathy with Lee, having heard Ryan describe in great detail the attention that he pays to that relationship. And he's he's been getting a lot of love and a lot of fan tweets on Twitter, for sure. Yeah, definitely deserved as well. And it, yeah, it was, um, as you said, a lot of people are changing. And we've changed the way that we see Lee, I think. Mm. Even in the, the short lifespan of this podcast, we've changed our minds about him. And some people genuinely touched by, you know, his understanding of the storyline. I mean, some people just generally touched by him. He was such a gregarious guest, wasn't he? And... Yeah. I mean, Ratty, you did our little Japanese soundtrack. He messaged me in the week saying, I have no idea who anyone is on this show apart from you or what you're talking <laughs> about, but I really enjoyed it. And as, as a painter and decorator, I might actually listen to the archers from now on. So we've, uh, <gasps> so we've snagged him. We have a recruit. Yeah. Oh, one thing I should say, <laughs> we may have actually found one more unlikely listener in a chap called Ryan A. Early, who's an American football <laughs> correspondent for ESPN, who... Peter got carried away and accidentally factored him into a tweet on Sunday instead mm-hmm. of our Ryan, which prompted Ryan Early, ESPN, American football correspondent, to reply, who is this? <laughs> and he <laughs> and found himself in a huge thread about the archers before we all decided we should take him out of the equation. Yeah, when I saw that tweet, I thought our Ryan Early was being funny, sort of going, who are you again? You know, I've forgotten you already because a week has passed and I don't want anything more to do with you. Um, But no, it was a totally different guy in America. Yeah, I mean, and then, you know, this we might have actually done them both a favour because, you know, when both Ryans, when you're being booked for a corporate after dinner function, just read the small print because I would hate our Ryan. 
as I believe we can call him now, to show up to an event and have to talk about like the Carolina Panthers trophyless barren <laughs> run. And then Ryan Early, ESPN correspondent, has to talk about dating a cheesemaker who stabbed her husband. <laughs> So yeah, be... yeah, we <laughs> switching lives would be amazing. Yeah, just be careful yeah. there. So mm. as I said, Peter probably chose one of the best weeks to take off. Um, what did you make of it all, Kerry? Oh God, Matthew, I I kept wondering if my drink had been spiked or something this week, or if the scriptwriter's drink has had been spiked, or it just seemed to be. I said, I think I said this recently didn't I that it was kind of one weird thing to the next but they really surpassed themselves this week the Adam and Ian situation yes how bizarre was all of that every single step of the way Ian overreacting wildly to finding those messages on Adam's Mm -hmm. phone yeah instead of just speaking to Adam about look I found it why did he have to march to that hotel and go you know I think you'll need something stronger yes finishing Adam's lines for him yeah oh coffee or something stronger I think I want something stronger it just came out of nowhere from behind a curtain or something yeah and then I mean the poor guy they were literally about to sign the deal weren't they let's cross the t's and dot the i's but no here in comes Ian yeah, I mean, I get why he's not trusting Adam. He's got previous. We all know that. And he did list some of the behaviours that, that Adam has been displaying of late, wasn't he? Secrecy, coldness, lies. Uh, I was like, what's new, really? Why Why have you noticed that this yeah, week? Yeah, and there was multiple um, chances to diffuse it. They just, mm. you know, and I know um, Ian was very strident, wasn't he? And even that Michael guy offered mm. to get him a drink. Yeah. <laughs> At that point, I was like... Maybe it's going to work out, but you know what is what mm. possessed Adam to turn around and say, "Well, I lost my job because I stole. I embezzled five thousand out of the the farm account." Exactly, that was my point. I've written it down in next to my Adam and Ian are awful note. I've put, "Why would Adam admit about the money in front of Michael?" It was totally unnecessary, wasn't yeah. it? Was it because he was so you know the heat of the moment and really fired up? I think and- it was that moment where. <clears throat> the his honesty is quite rightly being questioned so at that moment mm. he's going to go right i'm going to go full disclosure then if you really want to know what's happened i'm a thief and i'm going to say that in <laughs> front of this guy who's about to give me a job <laughs> what was the thing where he said where he was like michael would you explain to ian what i'm yeah. doing and he was like i'm no, very interested talking about yes, soil <laughs> i'm interested in his you know progressive soil techniques it's like that's just going to make ian more suspicious isn't it if someone he literally he sort of went yeah 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 pull the other one yeah oh <laughs> uh, yeah it, it didn't help at all did it and it serves adam right though essentially do you not oh, think? absolutely yeah i mean and there was that great moment at the end of the episode where you know and i counted i think it was three minutes 20 seconds it took for adam's reputation to be ruined he said, uh, it's not just a got job you've cost me or something. It's my reputation. And you thought there was going to be this moment of retraction from Ian, but he was just like, no, Adam, you did that yourself. You'd have to. I really yeah, enjoyed that. that was, I was like, don't yeah. back down now. 
Yeah, any reputational damage has been done by yourself. Yeah. And Adam continued to be very odd, didn't he? That he, he started apologising in one of the episodes. Uh, I think that was Tuesdays. And, and sort of went, but your reaction was really worrying. You thought, why? I mean, yeah, storming into the hotel, yes. But he seemed to then try to push it back onto Ian, didn't he? Again, even mid-apology. Yeah, it was a half apology, wasn't it? Mm. And they had this whole situation with they, they had the awkward chat the next, I presume, what was the next day, wasn't it? Where Ian's folding his shirts yeah. and they just got that, you know, that horrible atmosphere where you're trying to like not bump into each other in your own house. <laughs> uh, my apartment has a complete, I've told you before, haven't I? It's got a complete circuit so you can work around the house. Oh, so yeah. if like anyone has an argument, you can circumnavigate the living room without having to see the other person. Oh, that's quite handy in those situations. Yeah, yeah, it can be, it can be. <laughs> but obviously they were they had that awkward moment. He was a little bit mm. slow on the I love you return, wasn't he? Of course. Yeah, it was it was partly the stilted delivery that we've all come to know and whatever, not love. But um yeah, he kind of he listed, didn't he? I, I love Xander. I love what we have. That here. was the weird line. Yeah, what does he like mean the, by that? Almost like he likes the setup of the family, mm. the husband, and the son. But you know, and then it's like, and um, oh shit, what's that other thing I was meant to say? <laughs> Soil, <laughs> carp. <Yes. laughs> oh, polytunnels. Yes. Oh no, sorry, you, <laughs> you mate. Yes, <laughs> I love you. Because what? When he said, um, I nearly lost you once and there's no way I would make that mistake again. I think most of us were going, well, what bloody hell were you doing with all this mess then? Yeah, I think he, his shame. I mean, it is apparent there was shame about what he did with the 5,000 or whether it's not his shame or just he did, couldn't deal. He didn't want to deal with all the crap that would come from telling mm. him that he'd taken 5,000 out for this rewiring of the cottage, wasn't it? With the, the electrician. It was. Although we didn't hear him explain that to Ian, did we? Like what the five grand was no. for. We... So, I mean, there's that. That's an element as well. But, you know, I mm. think, what do we think happens now? Because I felt like there there might be a little bit of a breakup coming with these two. Yeah. Although it did end with them both sort of saying, I love you and I, I still love you, wasn't it? Um, Ian said that as well. But he he did say prior to that, a couple of times, you know, basically, I can't trust you for you to go that mad over this kind of thing. I don't know how you can really be happy and in a relationship with someone that you don't trust fully. And all of this was the foundations were laid a few weeks ago with when Ian was talking with Lee, wasn't it? And he said, I think we talked about it when he said um, keeping secrets in, in a in a partnership mm. doesn't do anyone any good. Yes. So I think. You know, it's the it's the extent of the lie, the money. I mm-hmm. mean, obviously, the money is the last thing he found out. But the fact that he was leaving Home Farm, um, I mean, all Adam mm. had to say was, "Oh, it's not Brian. I've just decided I want to leave." And then it would be like, "And a round of whiskeys, yeah. please, Michael." Yes. Um, <laughs> and it was just anyway. Of course, it's a soap. It's it's yeah. going to do that. I mean, I I don't know. I don't think I can handle date nights. Yeah. That that was so funny. I loved that line because Adam kind of went, I'll do counselling, date yes. nights. 
And then Ian went, we don't need date yeah. nights, which implied they do need counselling. Yeah. Because <laughs> he hadn't even acknowledged that. But they that. both said like they don't know how to move on from this. So I think this is going to be a little bit of a... It's going to mm. roll on for a bit. I, I mean, you know, somebody across the Twitter sphere, it was a couple of people actually were suggesting a custody battle for, for Xander oh. might be on the horizon and even a certain worker from Eastern Europe Eastern Europe might show back up and stake a claim oh, in all yeah, of this, yeah. but that remains to be seen. That, I mean Yeah, and and Adam buggering off, do you think? Adam buggering off may maybe, yeah. I you know, mm. who knows? Who knows what will happen there. Also, if Lexi comes back, that complicates things for the new uh, Lothario of Ambridge, which is Roy. <laughs> it does. Who's just yes. who, who just seems determined at the end of this week's episode to just put it anywhere? I know. Was it what what was he looking at on that website? Was it is it a swinging oh, website? It was, is it just? It was uniquely awkward I... that he was going. He was like, "Look at this, Kirsty," and she's like, "What's that?" <laughs> yeah, what's yeah. she doing, and why yeah. is that there? And he's like, "Look, they show their <laughs> likes and dislikes," and she went, oh, "I didn't mean that." Yeah. <laughs> it reminded me a bit. I don't know if you've watched Nighty Night, but she goes to um she goes to a dating agency called Lasso the Moon, and there's a a, a very yeah. camp guy, and he's going, "Let's have a look at our at our uh, who we set you up with," and you can't see their line of vision, and he clicks mm. on a picture, and they just stare at the screen, and she just goes, "What is that?" And he goes, "There's silence." He goes, "I don't know. Should we scroll on?" And I kind of I got vibes <laughs> like that from tonight when he was showing that to yeah. Kirsty. I mean, wind back the clock, because on Monday, Layla exists. She isn't this catfish. She is this supposedly tall teacher. I guess we'll come to that in a bit. But yeah, they met met up Mm -hmm. for lunch. How do you think? I mean, all right, it wasn't exactly a date, Adam and Michael, and Ian crashed it and it went went down the toilet what did you think of Roy and Layla's day well she was extremely flustered wasn't she and all sort of like oh I'm so sorry the tube was uh delayed and then um I've been running and is my hair wild and he he had to sort of just go you look lovely and I've booked a table outside to eat not eating the table (laughs) but um uh, and then I found it very peculiar that she couldn't bring herself to complain that she'd ordered duck but got chicken with blue cheese sauce on it or something literally like well i don't want to make a fuss and how would i actually speak to a waiter yeah i don't know how to do that as a secondary school teacher who deals with teenagers all the time i find that quite strange Mm. as some from a from two different angles as someone who's works with teenagers and teaches them Mm. but also as someone who I don't know if I've ever mentioned this on the show but I was like a head chef for many years in Australia and Dublin Mm. the idea that sending food back is something taboo and something to be afraid of Mm. I think is a myth you know there's always that idea that something bad might happen if you send back something to the kitchen Um, I mean I worked in places of repute and I never saw Mm. that happen once they would do their best to to rectify the situation every time but she yeah so she didn't feel the ability to make the complaint Roy had to talk her through it with all his Grey Gables knowledge didn't he he schooled her properly didn't he on um what you say is I didn't order this one I ordered the other one (laughs) and then be clear about whether you wish for a new dish or take it off the bill Uh, it was very peculiar wasn't it to be talked through such a 
basic thing. Although I did put on Twitter, I don't get why she can't just speak to a waiter like most adults have done. And people, as a, as a secondary school teacher, and someone did reply, well, they're totally different things. And some people who are teachers in front of kids just don't have that social skill in adult situations. I was hoping so. for some like comedy moment where she just went, okay, oi, wanker. <laughs> But unfortunately, yeah. it didn't happen. Where's my fucking yes. duck? <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, they, they what did they end up getting? Free desserts, wasn't it? I think in the end. They did. Well, I mean, yeah. actually, as the week progressed and they were, I mean, this bloody awful date that Roy mm. set up with the camping. I mean, she must have thought she'd entered a cult when she got there. His daughter <laughs> runs runs reception. Kate suddenly shows up and goes like, let me give you a massage. You know, she, no wonder she did a runner. She must have thought she was in Heaven's yeah. Gate or something. They were about to give the like flavored punch and try and jump on the Hale Bop comet. You're obsessed with Heaven's Gate. I am Gate. absolutely obsessed with Heaven's Gate. Aren't yeah. You? And because HBO has just done a, a documentary about it, like a five part mini series, oh. and they interview people who the laced punch didn't bump them off, they survived. So they're they're in the documentary, and I was like, oh, I've paid X amount for HBO. I'll go on HBO and watch this. It's on HBO mm. box office or something. I don't have the channel that it's on, so I have to wait to, to arrive. So I'm yeah, I am slightly obsessed with it, and also because when mm. that Hailbop comet, I'm sure you remember, it passed around '97. I remember sitting mm. on my roof garden in Bristol, looking at, it, thinking, this is absolutely amazing. I was looking out through binoculars, and I could see the little sparkles at the front and the tail. Mm. I was like, oh, I can't wait to watch comets like this. And I had a look recently, and the next time that a comet like that will pass the Earth is in 2,300 years' time. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm glad I enjoyed it. It's well done for catching that yeah. one. Yeah. I mean, and did we ever check that those that those um, cult members didn't actually latch onto it? Did we get a telescope and check? Because that's where they thought they were going, didn't they? They thought they were going to land. I've got no idea what you're talking about. The, the Heaven's about, Gate to be people. Honest. Oh, is it a real thing? I thought it's some sort of no. It's series. real. They were a cult in California. That was some ah. that vaguely, you know, I don't want to upset yeah. any Scientologists, but it, it was it was in that vein that they weren't their bodies were vessels for alien souls, and then you know mm. the guy who ran it was a complete grifter. He said that he was immortal, him and his wife, and then his wife yeah. carked it, and he went, "Oh, she's gone to get the spaceship ready," <laughs> and um, and uh, when that Halley. Halbop, Halebop, Halebop, wasn't it? Um, comet came past the Earth. He was just like, right, that's the spaceship that's come to get us. Right, let's all let's all let's all drink poison punch. And they all filmed goodbye videos yeah. and sent them on VHS to their families. That is now ringing huge bells. I can remember film of the. Do they? Yeah, yeah. What's worse, that or camping? Uh, yes, <laughs> in amongst the Longhorns. Yeah, it was. It went wrong very quickly. Well, first of all, they were enjoying the wildflowers, weren't they? And yeah, she was again a bit a odd. Deep but... pink corn cockle she spotted, wasn't it? Yeah, in the yes. test when it was I'm raining. Suspicious of that. Yeah, she was very sort of you know this is all perfect. The sounds, the smells, it's idyllic. I love the cows. Everything's perfect. She even at some point she went, oh, you went, it's going to rain later, and she went, oh, country rain. <laughs> What? Yes. I know. She's a biology teacher as well. It was like she'd never been outside the house before or something, wasn't it? Or into a restaurant or anywhere. Yeah. Maybe she hasn't. Maybe perhaps this is her first 
exploration into maybe the world. but she lives in and london teaches doesn't she? virtually well we don't yeah, know that's do what she we? says i did like mm. the the cow intrusion good good sound effects there um because <laughs> they were just about to get it on weren't they they were yeah instead of doing crosswords or something wasn't it or they were, oh, they were discussing ways of keeping warm that was it wasn't it like there was toilet roll with butter or no newspaper with butter was mentioned yes there, no it was it was port, it? port fat and newspaper i think okay um, some kind of state-of-the-art sleeping bag where there was another way and then roy was like you know we have other ways of keeping warm in the country <laughs> but yeah then there, then there was a massive ripping sound wasn't there and a yes. moo and screaming i mean i was i was in charge of cider shed twitter yesterday and there was mm. a moment where Layla had gone to the front desk to complain. I mean, I just tweeted out, is Roy dead? <laughs> because he, he, he was just <laughs> not in the scene. Where was he? But, but now, yeah. she, now she knows how to complain. Mm. She, all the tricks that Roy taught her, she was using mm-hmm. to complain to Phoebe, who she was unaware was his daughter, right? Yes. And she, she was like, look, I've done everything absolutely correct. And she did mm-hmm. it bit by bit. Some cows, they came over, they trampled on my tent. And then it all went a bit wrong when Roy walked yeah. in. Yeah, because she said, I've been polite and calm but firm. But she said that just after she sh- screamed, will you stop that? Uh, which was a bit odd, wasn't yeah. it? And although Phoebe was peculiar in that situation where she was, I'm so sorry, that shouldn't have happened. <laughs> <laughs> Cows, like barging into your tent and trampling. All well, we got to you. hear about a lot of people anecdotally, didn't we? Rex had apparently made the apology that that shouldn't mm. have happened. Yeah. So we found out today it was a visitor left the gate open, didn't we? Yeah. Phoebe's laughing at the state of Roy. Layla thinks that Phoebe is just laughing at a customer who is also, you know... <laughs> the guy that she was about to get it on with when the when the longhorn entered mm. and then kate come it's it's okay because kate is going to come in and <laughs> pour oil on troubled water but in fact like she basically yeah. poured oil on on a lit fire by the sound of it yeah <laughs> but she offered a complimentary massage at spiritual yeah. home which always sorts everything out doesn't it and accidentally on purpose revealed that phoebe's her daughter so yeah, I like when Kate kind of was trying to explain to Layla like there's nothing going on between her and Roy at all anymore by saying we're in we're incompatible. He's a Doctor Who fan for pity's yes. sake. There was a good moment when she walked in as well, and she went, "Oh, you're Layla. You're, God, you're tall." And she went, "What's that got to do with anything?" <laughs> because I've been stalking you on the internet, and I knew you were tall, but not yeah. that tall. You really are. Yeah, tall. I thought that yeah. was quite quite well written. That that, that little line mm. and the bit where she, Layla said, "Is there anyone else here you related to?" While we're at it. <laughs> but didn't you think Roy didn't sound that bothered after all? You know, she checked out and disappeared, Layla, after feeling humiliated and laughed at, and so on. But Roy, when speaking with Kate, seemed to be fine. There was the initial pleading, wasn't there? Don't, don't go, like, etc. But mm. then him and Kate sat down by what sounded like a campfire. I don't know if they were at a fire mm. indoors or a fire outside. I got the impression they were sitting outside somewhere. And she was just like, well, you know, there are far more pervy websites, Roy, where you don't have to do crossword <laughs> puzzles. You cut yeah. straight to the in yeah. and out. Mm. Yeah, why bother trying to find a relationship, you fool? Yeah. What was it she said? Be single. 
if you don't want to get hurt, take feelings out of the equation. That's that's why I'm with Jacob. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know. Kate did seem rather familiar with these websites, didn't she? Yeah, I yeah, yeah. Whatever websites they I are. I quite li- Norm. I mean, I quite liked her in um, Wednesday's episode. She was she was she got a little bit little bit agitated when Phoebe was simply trying to do her job, and she was like, "I'm talking about mm. Alice." But after that, I thought. Was a little bit struck um, struck by her terminology. He's installed a woman in a tent. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. She did jump very, very quickly to the fact that there was a woman involved, didn't she? And yeah, the installing in a yes. tent was quite odd. I did, I did quite enjoy when Kate was chiding Alice about, um, you know, you need to be thinking more about your family and. Um, when she was saying Alice is settled in with Amy <clears throat> and then went, oh, she must be missing her Martha. I know what it's like to be cut off from your children. And Phoebe did a momentous. Hmm. Yeah. It's, it's when it suits her, she can be like that. Mm. And I felt you know, that's what Phoebe was trying to say. So it didn't, it didn't end well for Roy mm. and Layla, but he, like you said, he didn't seem too fussed after the event. No. And then he took Kate's advice went on to these websites that are just fun um where do we think mm. he's going to go with this do i mean i'm i'm waiting to see the profile picture roy uploads or do you think kirst is going to mm. talk him out of it oh god who knows I, I mean i'm starting to think they are planting the seed for a kirsty roy romance here yeah someone on twitter this evening did put because i sort of i tweeted what the frig is roy doing now or something and um, there was a reply which said, slowly making his way back to Kirsty. Mm. You know, so is there an inevitability to those two getting oh together? God, I hope, Do, I, is this I just hope a, not. I don't yeah. know why, but that idea doesn't it doesn't sit right with me. Mm-hmm. Um, tell, tell me why. Is it to do with Kirsty being more... I don't know, feisty than Roy deserves or I guess so. Do you find them not compatible? I don't think they're a compatible compatible couple. I think this is probably quite unfair on Kirsty. I think she's destined to be a spinster. Oh, blimey, I wasn't yeah. expecting you to um, say that. That's how I kind of feel that they've been setting her up. So I she's you know constantly unlucky in love, isn't she? Yeah, what a word as well. That's a horrid word. I think I'm one of those. Well, you know, the only reason that entered my vocabulary was because a friend of mine mm. described herself as that a few years ago. And for some reason, that stuck in my brain. They said, oh, I'm, yeah. dest- I'm destined to be a spinster. And it was such, mm. you know, that's not normally the term I would have used. But ever since, it's kind of, it pops up. Yeah, the thing about that word is you know exactly what is meant by mm. it as soon as you hear it. And is it to do with spinning? I think it's... You know, does it mean like an old woman spinning? all on her own and that's all she's got in life isn't it something to, i might be completely wrong here but for some reason the idea i've always had is of an old mm. woman who sits at the knitting wheel all day just yeah, knitting scarves wheel. for other people well, i can't knit so that i'm not quite a spinster i'm just going to look it up derogatory and dated <gasps> term it says for an unmarried woman typically an older woman beyond the usual age oh, no. yeah i'm, def- I'm definitely gonna have to edit all of that out now <laughs> no i think it's interesting you know keep it in love I've, i'm admitting to being one so it's fine yeah i know i i knew it was dated i didn't know it was um particularly didn't know it was particularly <laughs> derogatory so i kind of felt mm. that's how they were setting her up that she would be single maybe a cat lady yeah but who knows i mean i could easily be wrong i thought there was even a possibility 
when we had that bizarre situation where Kirsty and Natasha took to the streets looking for mm. the homeless. Well, what preceded that was yeah. her, Tom standing her up to go and look for them, to go and look for the lads. And yeah. I thought that might be the beginning of a little bit of a flame mm-hmm. reigniting between Tom and Kirsty. So God knows, don't listen to me because I got that completely wrong. Yeah, no, I, I, but they throw us these little red herrings, don't they? Little tiddlers from time to time. I'm now thinking, is there a male equivalent word to spinster? I'm not sure. Because bachelor, but that's a younger thing. Yeah. Anyway. I mean, I've so, I've heard men use spinster for themselves, that they've adopted ah. it. So, But I've also heard them use cat yeah. lady to describe themselves. <laughs> I mean, a friend of mine bought me a book years ago when I was living in Dublin. There was a period where I was single and it was just me and my cat. And he bought me a book which is called uh, Guys <laughs> Can Be Cat Ladies Too. And it's just a guide <laughs> about how to how to kind of get through the working modern day. So there's little diagrams in there. Like he stood around the water cooler at work with two other colleagues. And in the corner is his cat in a litter train. He's like, did you see Game of Thrones last night? Oh, by the way, that's my cat. So it's just an idea about how you can factor your cat into everything. Much like someone who's got a wedding coming up. You just manage to talk about your wedding every oh, thir- yeah. round, circle round back to it every 30 seconds. Mm. A bit like rewilding. Yes. You know, mentioning that all the time. Hey, what did you think about Jim and the philologist? I was firstly upset Mm. that Jim only got a mention and he wasn't in it. I thought that, you know, you've got Joy and Linda, who are great, their interaction, and they were conspiring to get all their ducks in a row before the rest of them showed up, weren't they? But it would have been nice to hear Jim and I guess, would we have had Fallon Mm. and Shula maybe on the fake committee? But yeah, we were... Listen, when it goes back to five episodes soon, we can cram more in. From a purely selfish point of view, I'm happy that it's going Sunday, Thursday and not Monday, yes. Friday. Um, yeah, same. And I'll admit, I, I didn't always get round to the Sunday on Sunday night. I was normally a bit of a Monday catcher-upper with the, with the Sunday yeah. episode. Yeah, I know. When you, I think you retweeted about that and I put shit because <laughs> I, I was thinking just more notes and more listening you know as if i don't love this it's yeah mad well on um, the back of this week more but, notes would have been good no one more episode would have been good wouldn't it it might have actually given i mean because if if you break it down there was know. only about three storylines in the whole damn thing <laughs> i know but you know, going back to the philologist and i loved that joy went oh is that a stamp collector and they made a point of saying, Linda said, oh, you know, no one will have heard of that, that person apart from a crossword obsessive. And I thought immediately of Layla and Roy. Well, yeah. So then why is all this crossword stuff happening? Is Layla the philologist? That would be good, wouldn't it? The only, the only crossword people know of. Is Jim going to suddenly meet Layla and go, oh, my goodness, you're my favourite philologist? Well, maybe. <laughs> I mean, what's the... It's very close in in terminology isn't it philologist is language but stamp collecting is fill something isn't it philately okay mm. say so like the stamp collectors are screaming at their their radios and their phones mm. as i'm stumbling over that but then so, <laughs> i mean i do you know i had a bit of dread when joy was saying oh well we got the guy from love island blah 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 and that's a terrible joy accent mm. sorry i was like i hope they don't get someone from the current love island because i <laughs> muted love island last year on twitter mm. so i couldn't read any single a single tweet that contained the words mm. love and island together but unfortunately i unmuted it and i, I got spammed to the shit house this year with it 
Do you watch it? I have to confess, I do watch it. Mimi, Max and myself watch that car crash horror show. Yes, together and um, in a kind of ironic way, I would like I to just, say. The only clip that sticks in my mind was one that I watched a few years ago where it was all the girls talking around and one of them thought Brexit might mean that there won't be any trees anymore. Yes, that's correct. That's the level of intellect, really. You know, but they're people having fun and and actually crying, not always having fun. It's awful. <laughs> it's really awful. Oh, dear, oh, dear. Well, maybe, yeah, so I thought maybe they're going to dig up someone from Love Island who I've never heard of. I'm glad that that mm. didn't happen. But... It wasn't to be with the actor at the opening of Borchester mm-hmm. General. So Linda and yeah. Tim or yeah. Tom or whatever it was from America. Tim from some sci-fi movie where they went into space, all turned into reptiles, and he slithered, slithered under a door, apparently. Yeah. Now, quite quickly, I realized we're not meant to know who the hell this person is. Oh. As far as I know, anyway. I mean, the only person I can think of went into yeah. space was Tim Peake, and I don't think he turned into a lizard. He was on Desert Island Discs a few months ago and he didn't mention it, so I don't think it was... Unless he might be on David Icke's list as one of those lizard people. He might be. We don't want to to talk too much about David Icke. People might actually start... (laughs) We might might get hate mail. (laughs) Oh, but someone on Twitter did think they wondered whether the philologist was Susie Dent. Oh, that would be good. You know, the fabulous Susie Dent. Yeah, so Jim may have sort of connections there you see big big fan of Susie's exactly and and I bet you I have a sneaking suspicion she might be the kind of woman who likes the art yeah yeah I think you might be right but Mm. I mean so it was a failed botched attempt for them to to get their hands on the actor who was opening Rochester General wasn't it I mean the thing is they were there and then Lillian was like oh look there's Lee and I was like he's the real star he was on our show last week. Just asked him to. Yes. And I was like, oh, hang on. No, he's <laughs> Lee in the Archers. No, it didn't quite work, does it? Yeah. So anyway, Lillian faints. Didn't think for a second that there would actually be doctors in a hospital. So all of that went, <laughs> went uh, south. And then, mm. then Linda has this epiphany. Oh, hang on. Oh, I'm the celebrity. It's me. I was like, oh, really? Is that what you've done here? I could not believe that. Honestly, I swore on Twitter with the F word and everything. Like, I put, like, fuck, is that it? <laughs> the end of it. Honestly. Really? Honestly? They get, gave us a dog with fleas to work with this week, didn't they, Kerry? They <laughs> honestly did. And we haven't got Peter yeah. to witter on in between. So, you know, it's just, mm. we, we really, I mean, there was a point tonight where Kerry messaged me to say, I'm just making my notes. I just sent back notes? Question mark. Like, what, <laughs> what is there to make notes of? But it, oh, yeah, it was a strange God. old week. I mean, there was, when we had Ryan on last week, we barely touched on what happened last week in the Archers. And I don't really want to go back yeah. to all of that because I think we focused on what we thought was a really good storyline, which was the Lee and mm-hmm. Kyle thing. That was yeah. the main takeaway from that, I think, last week. And anyone that ignores yeah. the Lee and Kyle storyline, then you, know, you don't like the Archers. But I think that it's... Yeah. One of the things that was just right on the, t- the tail end of last week was the bizarre night out mm. with Ben and Rory. I just wanted to say something about that because, yep. you know, you have agricultural storyline advisors on the archers. They always get a shout out at the mm. end. They need young people getting off their tits advisors because that was not. Yes. 
That's not no. it, was it? What was going yeah. on there? Like, way we've got some cosmetic gift bags. And going, hey, man, to each other. And the doorman, who sounded like Mince mm-hmm. Casey, sounded about 60 as well. I mean, I'm not, yeah, I'm probably being ageist. Spencer. Are, are doormen that old? Well, really? there, was a, there was a documentary years ago, I can't remember what it was called, mm-hmm. where the Fly on the Wall documentary where they followed bouncers around Bristol. And it was hilarious, not just for the accents, mm. but for some of the age of these guys, like they've been in that business all their life. Yeah, Maybe, but, yeah. I mean, Perhaps that is true yeah. to life. I mean, a friend of mine did door work. She did it, and uh, she told me that quite uh-huh. often you'd finish a night, there'd be zero trouble, and she'd say, oh, that, was a, that was a good night. And they'd be like, what do you mean it was a good night? We didn't get to stamp on anyone's head. Oh, so, yeah, Christ. there is a bit of a, there's a type, I think, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, it was very, yeah, I don't know. I think maybe, was it to do part in part with, I don't know if it was the script or their, the actual words that they were saying or the sound of them, they sound like sort of jumped Well, I up. presume they were meant to be drunk, right? Yeah. Um, now, if we're going to give Emmys and Oscars to someone who can act drunk, give it to Alice. She mm. she can do that. Ben and yeah. Rory don't, well, Ben mainly, because Rory seemed to be keeping a lid on it, didn't he? Because he was too busy, like, on a promise to Spencer, even though he wasn't going to mm. put out. Yeah. Whereas Ben was just like getting the name wrong of the person that was meant to have got them into the VIP area, and he kept on saying it wrong. Uh, yeah, I think sob yeah, and sob I think they were meant to be acting drunk, but it just didn't really come across as convincing no. for me. It's probably quite a hard thing to do. I guess, yeah. I mean, do we think that Rory's off to London, or and he'll just be a uh, someone that we hear about in conversation, and then like he'll show up every six or seven months? It seems that way, doesn't it? He's unlikely to fail his A-levels, isn't he? Yeah, exactly. Could he then, though, decide to do something different instead? Maybe. I don't know where they're going with that. I mean, that whole Mia thing went away as well, didn't it? Yeah. It was kind of a storm in a teacup. Well, from his perspective, Mm. anyway, we haven't heard about it from hers. Yeah. See, I'm I'm a bit obsessed with people copping off, though. I I can remember speaking to uh, Ben, who plays Ben, and he was saying that he quite wishes that Ben and Rory would cop off with each other. Oh, okay. Yeah, so part of me was thinking, is this going to happen now that they're both drunk in the club? Well, there, there was that little bit of the, the jealousy about a year ago, wasn't it? It was like, who are you talking mm. to? Is that your new best friend? Like, you're not friends mm-hmm. with me anymore. And he had to. that was when yeah. Rory had to spell it out for him. So who knows? Yeah. Maybe there's something, something coming down the pipeline like that. But... Um... Yeah, I, I beg your pardon. I just thought, it, you know, you know what I mean. Mm. Uh, I should, say, <laughs> I should say at this point, quite often when it's the three of us, well, it's always the three of us normally. When Peter stops the recording, he pops off to. He's a very busy chap, so he goes off to do his other duties. Uh, and me and Kerry often stay on the line and chat away for quite a bit longer. And we've joked in yes. the past about my god we should make this an after show um when we're two you know a couple of glasses of wine in the recording mm. stopped and then like you know the juices have started flowing and we, i mean unfortunately most of it w- would probably be actionable in law so i don't yeah. be, would be able to put it out but we have joked a few times about you know maybe leaving the recording or i'll start another recording and it goes out as a as a little bit of a special yeah. but yeah 
I think Peter would have a, uh, I was going to say hernia, <laughs> uh, something like that, uncomfortable, if we did do that, because he his editing head would explode. But we could just check it out there raw. We haven't been quite as random as we would on those normal record mm. those recordings that we do after no sorry the chats that we have after the recording stops hopefully we haven't i mean aside from the lawyers for heaven's gate getting in touch i think we're, we're unscathed here carrie <laughs> i think we'll be all right i was just thinking off the top of my head about um tony lending a cow for the cow pack competition yeah sorry good good um, call good call yeah it was just such an obvious gag tony lending a cow well, yeah, it's there was that moment where she said um, they were talking about cow pat roulette, weren't they? And yeah. Linda was like, I've had a word, quick word with Tony and he's happy to crap all over the field for us. <laughs> I thought it was going to be Pat. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you see, cow pat. Um, I'm still not yeah, sure I, was... I gathered the exact the rules of it, but OK. Yeah, that yeah, it was described. How did they say delivering the pat? Or something, wasn't it? Rather than just a cow will shit in a square. They skirted around the actual... I'm surprised Linda went for it. There was a little moment where she went, oh, it's it's not a very nice name. Mm. Until she thought she could put... Who was it at the arse end of the cow? No. Oh, was it? Yeah, it was. The Lowminster person, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sticker at the business end, she said. Yeah, that's it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh dear. Yeah, sorry. The cow pat thing just ended. No, no, you're right. I I even made notes on that actually first because, you know, Um, I mean, it was slim pickings this week, wasn't it? And uh, yeah. Yeah, I was just thinking, do you think like if none of the, if this week just hadn't happened at all, nothing, there would be no difference with that? I thought thought that in the main Mm. about the Mm. episode with the teacher in the drunk limo that week, there were a couple of things that. You remember I asked Susie, do you, and she only knew what was in her orbit. But she, yeah. I said, you know, do you think anything ended up that ended up on the cutting floor because of COVID has been filtered back in? And I really mm. felt like that limo story was just like something they were like, oh, do you remember Yam Yam York? Yeah, let, let's stick let's stick that in. I, but who knows? You know, you know, I get this. In- maybe there is a point to it, and it'll come out later. But yeah, maybe. I'm not sure what the point of any of this was, apart from Adam and Ian having a rocky patch, but, you know, mm-hmm. what's what's new? Yeah, so do come and find us, if you don't already, um, on Twitter, at the Cider Shed Pod. And we've had a right good boost in numbers of late, so we're well over the thousand mark of followers. But do tell your friends and retweet us and um get busy on the twitters it's such a nice little fun space where people are very silly and i love it yeah the um the facebook's um picking up quite a bit as well with um people post i try to post on a daily basis i think people know like i said before i think some people hold back until sunday because they don't want spoilers but we're certainly getting a, a lot more posts and chats from members on there rather than me actually posting on there so that's good so Mm. that's picking up slowly but surely so we are the cider shed podcast and that's a group on facebook we're also on instagram as the cider shed pod so generally you know have a little bit of stories and a bit of publicity for the show popping up there Um, maybe a few extras will start making their way into their um, over Mm. the next couple of weeks and one thing we also asked people to do was to uh, go to iTunes 
and leave us a nice five-star review. It helps if you if you enjoy the podcast. I mean, anyone who listened to the episode with Ryan last week, I don't know how you could not enjoy it. Write us a nice review. It's good to have the words as well. I mean, we are we're certainly considering, um, you know, making notes of the good reviews we get and giving them a little bit of attention on the on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So yeah, not don't by all means leave a five star review if you're shy like Layla <laughs> and you get anxiety at the idea of typing something, then don't. But um, if you do want to kind of channel your inner Linda and Jim and become a philologist mm-hmm. and write something romantically lovely, then write something romantically lovely, leave five <laughs> stars, and uh, we'll put your name up in lights at some point. Okay, well, I mean, we can just, Kerry, let me mm. just check I pressed record. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. So let's hope for brighter times ahead. That was a little bit of a strange one this week. At least it wasn't Alice. That's a big factor in it, isn't it? She's gone off yeah. to Nottingham. And also we didn't have to hear Chris wallowing in misery. Yes. Brian pontificating about what he might have done differently. Jenny having a nervous breakdown. So, yeah, we yeah. were spared all of that, at least for a week. I haven't even looked at the episode descriptions for next week, but I will. But I'm not going to. No, I never do. I never do. I've started. I started looking purely on the basis of we've had a few weird weeks now, haven't we? And <laughs> yeah. ca- when I see a very small cast list, I'm like, oh, no, <laughs> what are we going to do with this <laughs> lot? Um, but I think, yeah. Let's just see where we go. I'm I'm not going to start being one of those yeah. people who says next week I think this because you know next no. week whatever will be will be even though they recorded exactly. it three months ago. And let's count our blessings that you know this week was silly. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Okay, and you know if if you haven't already, go back and listen to the Ryan episode. If you're just finding us this week for the first time, go back and have a listen. He's a lovely fella. Yeah, I'm still in a bit of a daze because Michael Sheen. <gasps> Replied to one of my tweets. Oh yes, this give this a mention, Karen. Michael what, Sheen. What oh my god! Oh, it was a daft old story. I went to dinner last night with my mother and my two kids because she's off up to Scotland for a bit, and um, she did a bit of a faux pas when talking about. Oh, there goes the motorbike. No mind. Thank you. She mother did a faux pas about Hannibal Lecter and called him Cannibal Lectern. <laughs> So I just tweeted it, you know, being daft, and it kind of got quite a few likes and things. And lo and behold, somehow Michael Sheen has replied to my tweet with a film of himself being Hannibal Lecturn. And what was what was the movie that your mum thought Hannibal Cannibal Lecturn was in? Yeah, Silent Lamb. Uh, that classic. <laughs> and he actually says Silent Lamb. I'm I'm just like. Or I haven't had a chance to show my mother that yet. That is that is amazing. The best I've ever had is I once mentioned that Sunita looked pretty hot on Celebrity Pointless, and she replied back, "Blushes." Ooh. Yeah. And, and Kim Gordon of Sonic Youth. I once meant I read an article with her saying that she was now going to start after the breakup of Sonic Youth mm. and her divorce from Thurston Moore. She was thinking about dating younger men, and I mentioned I was in the market for dating her. You go, Hello. And she wrote yeah. back, "Are you even old enough to buy cigarettes?" Oh, Matthew. Which I was. I was at least 35 when I wrote that tweet, I think. Yeah, you drag that one out, don't you? I've seen you read It's my pinned tweet. Oh, is it? Oh, right. I don't drag it out. It's there permanently. <laughs> I reckon I should put Michael Sheen as my ah, Absolutely, you should. I mean, he's a god. There's our The Cider Shed dinner party. Me, you, Peter, Ryan, Michael Sheen, Kim Gordon and Sunita. Mm. 
pretty good. I wonder if Peter's ever had famous interactions on Twitter. We'll find out. Find out next week. Ryan A. Early, ESPN oh, yeah. football correspondent. <laughs> How could I forget? Yeah. <laughs> I like there was a, just a moment where he said, guys, we just need to stop tweeting this guy. I know, but he bloody tweeted him into that as well. When he said, let's stop atting him, he atted him in that, which I loved. Anyway, enough about that. Yeah. I guess. Yeah, that's about it then, guys. We made it this far. So, Kerry, I will see you here this time next. Well, I won't see you. I'll hear you this time next week. Yeah, that's a wrap. See you next week. See ya. Bye. Hang on.